Wait a minute, I hear something. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Movie Time, and we've got another one for you. Hey, in case you don't know, I do this show while driving my car. I forget to mention that from time to time, because, you know, I'm, I'm getting close to 200 episodes, and I kind of forget that, you know, if there's new people listening, you have to figure out why the audio quality is kind of what it is. But yeah, I'm doing this while I'm driving my car, because I spend a lot of time by myself in a car, it's not healthy. I got a question for you. Does your made-for-TV movie uh, have enough 80s in it? Well, if not, boy, have I got one for you. This movie has got more 80s in it than you can shake a swatch at. If you don't know what a swatch is, it's, it was a very popular watch in the 80s. Swiss watch, swatch. Uh, everybody had them, right? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, this whole episode—I I don't even know if I'm going to even get to the part of talking to of talking about the movie because this movie's got everybody and their mama from the '80s in it. Not only that, but a slew of people from TV shows that we ended up being kind of infatuated with. In the 80s, because of cable TV, we finally had access to all these old TV shows that we really missed, right? Unless it was a heavy rotation show, we never saw it. Stuff like Dobie Gillis, My Three Sons, all these shows, right? There is a slew of people from classic TV comedy shows from the, I'm going to say, late 50s, early 60s, been through the 60s that are in this movie as well, which is kind of a neat mishmash of things, right? Because the 80s, for some reason, we were infatuated with the 50s. We used to have sock hops at school. You would dress up, you know, 50s style. It's all that relative parent thing, right? Um, Yeah, well, I mean, Back to the Future, right, is a prime example of the, the, the love letter that the 80s had for the 50s. And um, this kind of ties all that together in, into one show. This is called High School USA from 1983. So kind of early 80s. Um, most of these people were already in their hit shows. And boy, we got a lot of, we got a lot of people to talk about here. Uh, this is on Tubi, by the way, if you want to check it out. Uh, it's got a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. And uh, we've got, let's uh, a synopsis here. Midwestern students, uh, well, it, it names three of them, Michael J. Fox, Nancy McKeon, and Anthony Edwards, carry on as teachers compete for a cash bonus offered by a rich parent. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's what they took away. Again, these synopsis, I'm just like, boy, they are totally missing the real story, right? Here's the real story. You got Michael J. Fox being Michael J. Fox, and he's hitting on Nancy McKeon because she's the new hot girl that was a nobody the year before. But Anthony Edwards plays a a rich kid who gets whatever he wants and pretty much runs the school. 
and uh, they both battle over the girl. The, the 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 teacher going for the bonus to me is just a little sprinkle on top of everything else that's going on. So, anyways, let's talk about this. Uh, directed by Rod Amatu, uh, the guy that gave us <laughs> what was he? He gave us. Uh, I'm looking. Garbage pail kids. <laughs> so there you go. Now. It's not in the same category as Garbage Pail Kids. Thank goodness, right? I'm sure he's done some other things, but that's the one I wanted to bring up. So let's talk about this cast and what a cast it is. Uh, You heard the three names all ago, right? We got Michael J. Fox, right? We all know and love Michael J. Fox. We've got Nancy McKeon, right? Joe from Facts of Life, one of the McKeon kids that were everywhere at the time. We got Crispin Glover in this movie, right? So not only do we have, you know, Back to the Future of Michael J. Fox and Crispin Glover together, they're both in this together. So that's pretty cool. Anthony Edwards, we all know Anthony Edwards, Revenge of the Nerds, a bunch of other stuff he was in, right? Uh, Gotcha is one of my favorites that he's in. And he plays Bo Middleton, right? Bo Middleton is is the rich kid that drives a Porsche to school, and his parent, his dad, is offering this uh, bonus to a selected uh, teacher of the school. Why? Don't know. It's just a, another reason, right? But it's just another way for Bo Middleton to get his way and do whatever he wants, and he's you know, the teachers are bending over backwards to make sure he's taken care of because they all want this money. So there you go. There's the plot for that. We got Todd Bridges, yo. Todd Bridges is in this. We all know Todd Bridges. Different strokes. Uh, he plays Otto Lipton. <laughs> so instead of Anthony Edwards being like Revenge of the Nerds, like, you know, like he is in the original Revenge of the Nerds, pretty much Todd Bridges is playing that character here. And uh, he's a engineering nerd, I guess you'd say, uh, has built a robot. And it's uh, quite a sight. <laughs> we got Tony Dow, right, from uh, uh, Leave it to Beaver, you know, the older brother, Wally. Uh, he's the principal of the school. We've got Dana Plato from, uh, again, different strokes. So, I mean, this thing's all over the place, right? Um, and she's just one of the girls here, Kara, she's, she's you know, kind of a wealthy kid and, you know, wants to hang out with the, the cool kids or whatever. You got Crystal Bernard in this from back at this time, probably Happy Days, the, those last few years of Happy Days that weren't so hot. She's probably best known for Wings. I know my buddy Shannon Story, uh, we, we talk about Crystal Bernard quite a bit. <laughs> uh, Michael Zarek is in this. Uh, who is in... What was he in? Uh, private School, right? And Hot Moves. That's pretty much the big things. Uh, Woman in Red, Camp Nowhere, Teen Wolf 2. So he's a side character that you see in a lot of things. Uh, Lori Hindler from uh, Give Me a Break, right? So again, all these people are from these shows... I'm almost eight minutes in and I haven't even talked about the movie yet. 
We got Dwayne Hickman. Dobie Gillis himself is in this. He's one of the teachers. And he's dating another teacher. And in order to get the money, he's trying to keep that in the lowdown. He doesn't want anybody to know that they're dating because he's afraid it's going to affect his money. And they have a big kind of falling out through all this. And then he realizes what a dope he's been, what a Dobie, Dobie Gillis he's been. And, uh, you know, tries to fix things and say, I don't care who sees us. I care for you. So there you go. So a big turnaround there. We got Mr. Bob Denver in this. Gilligan himself, also from Dobie Gillis. If you don't know, uh, Bob Denver's character was Maynard G. Krebs on Dobie Gillis, who basically is Shaggy. Uh, Shaggy was pretty much modeled straight off of that character from Dobie Gillis. It's this show more. This thing does not end. Ken Osmond, right? Uh, from again, leave it to Beaver, right? He's the he's he's the the, the best friend of Wally. I can't think of his name at the moment. Uh, real smoozer to the folks, right? We got Don Wells from Gilligan's Island, right? Marianne. We got Tom Villard, was also in Joni Loves Chachi. He was in my one of my favorite movies. Uh, 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 crap, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> one Crazy Summer. He's he's Bob Goldthwaite's twin, the Stork twins, right? Hope you know what I'm talking about. Uh, John Grease is in this, right? Uh, Fright Night 2. This guy's been a, in a ton of stuff, right? Uh, Steve Franken. I mean, th- th- it just goes on and on. Uh, Barry Livingston. Uh, man. I, I just, just It goes on. David Nelson, right? Ricky Nelson's brother. Cause, and all these people are from the old TV series. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Julie Newmar. Well, that's from the, that's from the other movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, just what a cast, right? I mean, just a huge eighties ensemble with classic, you know, Americana TV series people as well. And, uh, uh, for the most part, you know, you, you've got your nerds, You've got your jocks. You've got your wealthy kids. And that's pretty much what the story revolves around. Like I said, uh, Nancy McKeon's character has uh, Beth Franklin is dating uh, Bo Middleton. And, you know, she's eye candy, right? And he's, you know, wanting her around because, hey, you know, the, the rich guy has to have the hot girlfriend or whatever. And, uh, you know, Michael J. Fox runs into her one day at school, and from there on, that's that's the apple of his eye, and he's trying everything to get to her, right? And so you get a lot of fun with that, and eventually it gets to where um, somebody finally, well, Michael J. Fox's character, J.J. Manor, finally stands up, Manners, <laughs> stands up to... Uh, to Bo and challenges him to a race, right? A very 80s slash 50s idea, a car race. Um, Crispin Glover is Bob Denver, Gilligan's son in the movie. And Bob Denver has bought a brand new Trans Am, which is weird because it's 1983 and it's still the very 78, 79 looking Trans Am. Gold, T-tops, you know, the works. And, uh, Michael J. Fox has got a little crappy car, so they they pull a Ferris Bueller here, and he says, hey, I need to borrow your dad's car 
so I can win this race against Bo. There's a thousand dollars that they're that they're going for. Well, um, he goes for a test drive in it, and he's slinging Crispin Glover and other guy all over the back seat and stuff. And he's like, "Please be careful with the car," all that kind of stuff. And then uh, the two nerdy guys, Crispin Glover and his buddy, they go to the skating rink, and Bo Middleton gets a Crystal Brazier and uh, another girl to dress up like punk girls and go seduce these two guys and get them to go out in the car, and they cause them to have a car wreck and destroy the car. And um, I forget, there's there's these two other girls uh, that are kind of nerdy, and they're wanting to be accepted by Crystal Bernard and, uh, and her character, Anne-Marie something other. And uh, she's in charge of some kind of group, social group that they want to be in. And they decide that they're going to get a picture of uh, Bo Middleton's hind end, naked. And surely, you know, Christopher Bernard's character will let her in because she is obsessed with, with Bo. So even though, you know, he's got, you know, uh, Nancy McKeon, Christopher Bernard don't care. She's willing to do anything for Bo. And they're thinking, well, if we get a picture of his butt naked, then she'll let us in her group. It's a weird philosophy. It's the 80s. Just deal with it. <laughs> uh, so now you get these girls running around with a Polaroid camera, every, chasing Bo around, and every time something happens, it ends up being another kid's butt that they take a picture of, and it's, it's you know, not flattering. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, this all plays into Todd Bridges, like in being a, the, the guy that built a robot, and he can say, robot, the door, and the robot will go and open the door. So whatever he says, he says, robot, robot. it's kind of like Siri, right? Siri, you play, you know, Tesla or whatever. Same kind of deal, right? So he just says a command to the robot, and it just does it, which plays into the very end of the movie. Uh, but we're not there yet. What does happen is the Trans Am gets demolished, and Bob Denver's out of town on business. And Crispin Glover gets a call from his dad for him to come pick him up at the airport. And he's like, what are we going to do? How are we going to explain the car getting tore up? And what they do is uh, they end up framing it because Bob Denver's been drinking. And they put him in the driver's seat of the car, throw a bunch of trash and stuff all over it and slap him and wake him up and he thinks that he's passed out and had a car wreck and his Trans Am and totaled it and uh, he don't remember anything so there you go kid logic <laughs> uh, so in order to go up against Bo uh, Michael J. Fox his character J.J. Manners and his buddies all come up with the concept of taking a a bus engine a diesel bus engine and putting it in his car and uh, not the Trans Am, that Michael J. Fox's car, which is just a messed up little, you know, convertible. So they put this motor in the car, but the the heat is so intense for it, it'll probably end up melting the car because of the engine that they're going to use. So they do a thing with the robot earlier where they're showing that they can pour hot water on him and he will stay cool to the touch. So he's got a, an ability to inner shield himself and keep things cool so Todd Bridges has to end up destroying the robot 
for the race and putting the robot's innards on the motor, I guess, to keep it from overheating and tearing up the car. So he's got the massive motor with a, you know, a super turbo booster on it when he needs it. Uh, again, it's kind of like one crazy summer. We've seen this movie many, many times, just told in different ways. And uh, so we get the big race. It's a pretty decent race. But yeah, Michael J. Fox wins. And everybody's celebrating. He gets the $1,000. And he goes out and buys all of his buddies tuxedos because there's a dance that night at school. Now, why, would, why wouldn't they already have clothes for the for this dance if they already knew the dance was happening because it was a school function? I don't know. But why waste the $1,000 on your friends for tuxedos? Uh, who knows? He likes them, I guess. And then at the dance is where everything kind of comes together where uh, uh, Beth Franklin dumps Bo in front of everybody and uh, Crystal, Be- uh, Crystal Bernard's character uh, says that, you know, she'll be there for him and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Nancy McKeon takes off the ring that he gave her and she flops it into Bo's mouth and he accidentally swallows it. And uh, Michael J. Fox and uh, Nancy McKeon hook up at the end. And while they're standing there, uh, Todd Bridges walks in, and guess what? The robot's back together, and he comes plopping in there. And Bo walks up to him and goes, what is this piece of crap? And he goes, well, that's my robot. And he said, robot my butt. And guess what? That's right. The robot pulls down Bo's pants, and the girls are there with the Polaroid, and they get their shot. Even though he's just in his underwear, but still, you kind of get the, the, the gist, right? And that's pretty much the movie. Uh, it's... It's all right. I mean, it's made for TV. I can't believe I, I didn't see this back in the day. But, uh, you know, it, it was pretty fun, pretty nostalgic. Like I said, it's on two beats for free. I will give this a... Uh, let's give it a four out of five. I think it's just a nice slice of that time period and the nostalgia that the 80s had for the 50s and 60s. And, you know, it's just a nice love letter to the 80s decade, I think. And it's nice to see all these people interact with each other that are on totally different shows. And, uh, I don't know. It was okay. I did read where they tried to make an actual series out of this, and they actually made a pilot episode after this, but it had some different characters and stuff. Only a few returned, but none of the main characters, and it just kind of flopped and it never went any further. But there you go. As far as this made-for-TV movie, it's pretty cool. Well, that's it for this one, folks. If you've got ideas, requests of shows you want me to cover or movies, just drop me a line. Send me a text. You know what you're doing. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.